live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy everybody you are locked and loaded right here on lfa tv live from america thank you for joining in i am your ever so humble god-fearing and god-loving host of the show jeremy harrell the hip-hop patriot of course we got producer eli here today thank you very much for tuning into this fun-filled energy-packed episode today god bless you and it's a pleasure and an honor to be here with you guys every single day of the week Broadcasting from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire, baby. And I don't know about you, but I'm ready to end the week on a strong note. Big shout out to Kevin. I mean, uh, Sean Farish. Kevin Smith. He comes up at 1 o'clock. Big shout out to Sean Farish for Ungoverned this morning. We had a wonderful rise up this morning, by the way. Wonderful rise up. Check that out. And, of course, we got Mike Crispy, Unafraid, him and Frankie coming up next. Jam-packed day. And, of course, we're going to end the day today with Will Johnson at 5, not 6. Jeremy, I want to buy the shirt you're wearing. Well, you might be able to do that in the future. You may be able to do that in the future. But for right now, I am going to start the show out with showing you how incredibly kind, how wonderful, how accepting, and how tolerant the crazy left trans activists really are when it comes to freedom of speech. And by the way, Eli, this is, they call themselves trans rights protesters. I would like to know what rights they don't have. And if it's, oh, we can't get jobs in the same places as everybody else, it's because you're a disgusting freak and nobody wants to look at you. And they have the right not to look at your disgusting transformer more than meets the eye, Decepticon, weirdo, Sasquatch, bearded up, disgusting body just as much as you have the right to walk around and look like a pile of crap. If you want to look like lipstick on a pig or a tuxedo on a turd with a beard and a voice that sounds like, well, then you have every right to do that, but everybody has the right to say, I don't want to hire you either because I don't want my customers to puke every time they lay eyes on you. So please tell me what rights don't they have? Again, they don't want acceptance. They want you to embrace their lifestyle and you do it as well. So you can be a disgusting six foot tall freak that looks like Sasquatch, as Eli said, that looks like every single member in the movie. What was it, Eli? 
Princess Bride look like every character mashed together, including Andre the Giant. Let's show you these loving, tolerant, left-wing scumbags. Hey guys, did you know he's gonna make for the trans babies now? This is fucking funny. <laughs> Sorry for the oh. No justice, no peace! No justice, no, no peace. Now I'm looking at that guy that's being assaulted and he looks like he could drop that kid with a flick of his finger. So here's the problem if I was in this situation. Because if that kid kept pushing up on me like that, he wouldn't have a face that looks the same as it does right now. I would transform his face into another person's face. Eli, they're so good at transforming. More than meets the eye. I could, tra- I could do the work for him. I could rearrange his face so it's on the back of his head rather than on the front of his head. And then he could be like crisscross, making you jump, jump. The Mac Dad will make you jump, jump. He'll have to put his clothes on backwards so that it looks normal. I would never be able to stand there like that, which is probably why I don't put myself in those same situations. More than meets the eye, that Decepticon. Aren't they so tolerant? They want everybody to be tolerant of them. Well, Jeremy, this isn't very Christian of you. Well, it's not very Christian to cut off your breasticles and chesticles and run around like some kind of freak preying on my children. So, yeah, it's very Christian of me to protect my children and the children, the youth out there everywhere. It is my job. And it's about damn time that people start standing up and saying, hey, it is my job, and I'm going to call you what you are. Sabrina, you out there? Did Jesus call people the names that they were? Did he call them a a den of vipers, hypocrites, liars, thieves, and stuff like that? And he did that because it was righteous and because it was true. It's funny because it's true. You are allowed to say what somebody is. If somebody came up to me and said, man, you're kind of overweight, (laughs) I'd go, you know what? You're right because it's true. Now, if somebody came up to me and said, man, you're the skinniest person I've ever seen, I'd say, that's a lie. What do you want? What's that, Eli? But thank you. (laughs) Time to start standing up, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, this Sunday, 4 p.m., we will be watching another movie here on LFA TV, and that movie will be A Case for Christ. The famous story of Lee Strobel, who decided to set out to prove Christianity wrong. Found out he just proved himself wrong in the process. And I want to give a big shout out, if I can right now, to Patricia and Murray Campbell. Because they donated on JeremyHarrell.com, said, please use where needed. And it's a, it's, a, it's, it's a good amount. So I want to say thank you for that. Thank you for seeing value in what I do here, what Eli does here, what Sabrina does here. Thank you for seeing value in everything that we're trying to do with uh, LFA TV. Uh, if it wasn't for people like you, powered by the people, we would not exist. And that is why we are cancel culture free. The minute 
that we can't rely on the people to be here no more will be done in a second. Suzanne says, I want everybody to tell me I'm skinny. I know, right? Just identify as thin. And then cancel culture anybody who doesn't say it. Uh, also, thank you to Darlene Dempsey, who's a monthly donor. Javi- uh, J- excuse me, Javina Ediburn, Veronica Brown, Amy Allen, Dennis Malakowski. I, lo- I wish I had that last name. That name's- last name's awesome. Teresa Caravu, Miranda Estes, Jackie Summers, who's always in the building. David Ballard, Deborah Srinka, and Darlene Robinson. Thank you very much for your monthly donations to JeremyHerald.com. And for all those who donate on here on Rumble, who Rumble Rant, uh, Eli wants to thank you as well, okay, because that keeps him employed. Again, a big reminder, Sunday at 4 p.m. And now let's go to the good B-I-B-L-E. Here's mine. What's yours look like? Here's my Bible. Everybody always wants to see the Bible that I, that I uh, read out of. Well, this happens to be the one that I'm reading out of right now. Now, I did not give you a morning newsletter uh, digitally, but I'm going to go ahead and read to you right now from Galatians 1, 6 through 10. Again, Galatians 1, 6 through 10. And I titled this morning's uh, Rise Up, which I would have titled this morning's uh, newsletter had I done it. Um, Worrying about the approval of others. We don't need to worry about the opinions or the approvals of others. Because if we worry about the opinion and the approval of God, then by default, everybody else will look at us in awe because we are living the life of Christ. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you the gospel, contrary to the one that we preach to you, let him be accursed. As we've said before, So I now say again, if anybody is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed. For now, for am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, then I would not be a servant of Christ. You can't have your cake and eat it too, folks. It's not the way this works. Please God and only God. And I do have to tell the folks that did not join me live on Rise Up this morning. Uh, I watched Jesus Revolution last night with Jonathan Rumi and Kelsey Grammer. By far the best Christian movie I have ever seen, at least at least for getting me inspired and motivated. So if you have not seen that movie yet, the Jesus Revolution is now out for digital uh, purchase. So if you have a digital uh, platform when that movie were, uh, where that movie is playing, you can go get that now. Thank you, Trump fan, for the $10 donation. You know what? Let's do it this way. Let's jump on a $10, a $10 train for Eli to end the Friday, huh? Because we've been a little low this week. Let's, uh, let's do that if we can. Uh, let's get to the uh, Lord's Prayer, and then we will go right into the first and foremost section of today. Here we go. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, 
and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you, Naldis. Thank you, Jennifer. I appreciate you. By the way, we played a phenomenal video to give you the tools to argue an abortion activist or a baby killer uh, in a respectful and very, very logical way. So I... um. I'm going to suggest that you go back and watch Rise Up today at some time, uh, if you get some time, maybe later tonight, and make sure you rumble the video. Amen? All right, here we go. First and foremost section, please lift up your Rise Up coffees. How many of you are have enjoyed the gourmet-rich flavor of Rise Up coffee? Let us know in the comment section. And Chris DL, Eli, just donated 10 bucks and became a Rumble monthly donor. Awesome. Very awesome. Thank you, Chris DL. Here we go. The arrest of the 21-year-old leaker of the Ukrainian documents is leading to more questions than it is answers. Before we go and read that story, let me pop up a side-by-side here of exactly how the military went out and arrested this 21-year-old Air National Guardsman in a pair of shorts like he was the Unabomber. Massive overkill for this, which lets you know how true that the leak actually was. Because if it was no truth to it, they wouldn't respond the way they did. Let's go to the video. Look at the way they're treating this kid. There's the kid right there. Look at the way they got their, their guns trained on him. What do you think he's going to do, you dumbasses? Why are you so deep? Why do you have armored cars there, you scumbags? I'll tell you why. Because what that leaker, if that is him, presumably if that is him, and we'll get to that in a minute, but if that is him or whoever leaked the document, the document was real. They would not go to this length to arrest this child in basketball shorts from Walmart, this decked out in armor, and their assault rifles. If this wasn't real, if the leak wasn't real, the leak may have prevented World War III, which is why this is so serious. And here this 21-year-old kid, Jack Teixeira, who I say, if he is the leaker, is an absolute hero, ladies and gentlemen, absolute hero. Because this is going to make the Biden regime and the globalists absolutely rethink their strategy to get us into World War III. I know, was the tank necessary? I mean, seriously, you dumbass losers. And I'm just going to say it like it is. Dumbass losers. What's the matter? You afraid your own, uh, uh, you afraid, uh, of, of, your own uh, of your own actions? Are you afraid about what the leaker actually showed the American people? How bad you've been lying to give Ukraine $400 billion of our money to get us into a senseless World War III? so that you can push everybody to a digital currency and destroy the Constitution that much further to give you that much power, you dumbasses? Did you think that independent media out there and people that have access to this stuff wasn't going to put it out once they got it, you dumbasses? I'll say it a thousand times over and over again, and no, Eli, it's not Dumas. Again, the media was there before the FBI. How is that possible? Is that not a leak of its own? You dumbasses. These people think we're absolutely stupid. That was absolute overkill. Let's get into the story. Now, this is from Larry Johnson. It's quite lengthy, but I need you to hear it in its entirety to understand that there are more questions now than there are answers 
not about the leak itself, but about the guy itself, himself. Let's get into it. Larry says, until I saw the document labeled CIA Operations, Center Intelligence Update, I was inclined to believe that the leaked documents were the work of a frustrated whistleblower. Larry goes on to say, but I have changed my mind. This looks like a controlled, listen to this, Eli. And this is from the guy, the reporter who wrote this uh, story. He says, this looks like a controlled, directed leak by individuals who manipulated the 21-year-old National Guard troop member into taking certain documents and posting them on a public server. Why would that be the case? Well, the CIA operations intelligence update is a document produced by analysts in the operations center to be delivered to the regular CIA analysts. He says, when I worked in the ops center, I was responsible for monitoring traffic from Latin America posts and flagging items that the analysts in the Latin American division needed to know. I would write up a summary uh, in paragraphs, just like the ones in the documents that were leaked online. Now, remember when I showed the document that was leaked online, it did not say classified document on it, did it? This was an internal CIA document, says Larry. It was not broadcast to the other intelligence agencies. And in my 23 years of working with U.S. military commands around the world, I never saw a copy of this type of report circulating among those with the highest clearances. Never. How did a 21-year-old kid get his hands on at least two of these documents? Good question. We were asking this question on how he got them in the first place. Now, there is news and rumors circulating that his dad is a high-level operative in the U.S. military, which is how he could have obtain the documents. Let's move on with the actual story, though. This was an internal CIA document, okay? The classified documents now in the public domain are focused primarily on Russia and Ukraine. The CIA Ops Center docs now floating around the internet are only partial copies. For example, there are three pages, all classified top secret from an eight-page document. If you are a goofy 21-year-old gamer, simply... Uh, intent on impressing your younger protégés, why not take all eight pages? My guess is that the other five pages contained no intelligence information on Ukraine and Russia. The kid reportedly was a cyber analyst assigned to the 102 Intelligence Wing, which reports to the U.S. 16 Air Force. The 16th Air Force, Air Force's cyber, headquartered at Joint Base San Antonio, Texas, focuses on information warfare in the modern age. Information warfare requires integrating intelligence, surveillance, reconnaissance, cyber warfare, electromagnetic warfare, weather, public affairs, and information operations capabilities. He goes on to say, I do not believe it is a coincidence that he served in an information warfare unit. Remember, he was a low-ranked enlisted guy. He had a chain of command. He did not show up to work and decided what duties he had to perform while on the job. He reported to and worked at the direction of a non-commissioned officer and commissioned officers. He did not just waltz into an SCIF and print documents at his leisure. A guy at his level would attract attention if he was printing off documents like CIA Ops Center reports. I believe 
that the alleged leaker did have access to top secret intelligence by virtue of his job. I don't know if there was a polygraph requirement for him or his cohorts. Regardless, all of the intelligence that has been leaked was on a top secret computer net and could only be accessed inside SCIF, the SCIF. How would a 21-year-old be able to obtain these documents? He goes, let me explain why I think the story currently being sold to the public about this young man is too good to be true and, in my view, is a smokescreen. He said the first problem is Bellingcat. Bellingcat is an open-source intelligence outfit that has been funded by the U.S. and British intelligence. Bellingcat is credited with sleuthing out the identity of the site where the classified documents were posted and the name of the leaker. A batch of 10 documents surfaced on Discord server called Minecraft Earthmap after a user posted them. Bellingcat traced an earlier leak to a Discord server called Wow uh, Wow Mao, which appears to have been sourced from the Thug Shaker Central channel. Amazing coincidence, right? So how did the Washington Post get on the story then? If the reporters were not tipped off by Bellingcat, then it had to be someone inside the United States intelligence or military hierarchy. Another illegal post. Another illegal leak. So ladies and gentlemen, I, I could go on and on and on, but I'm going to direct you to the following. I'm going to put this story in the chat right now. It's going in the live chat three times, so you have access to the story so you can read it as a whole. But again, the kid seems super calm. He had the full weight of the United States military. Really, they have tanks and armored cars there. I mean, come on. Pointed um, AR-15s at him. Completely armored up from head to toe. This kid's in, in, in socks. Basketball shoes and basketball shorts. And he's just sitting there like this, like nothing's a problem. Something's wrong here. It stinks to hive heaven. And we're going we're gonna to figure it out. But the, nothing is ever as it seems when it comes from the United States government. I can tell you that. I'd like to thank everybody who's been donating during the, uh, uh, via the Rumble Ranch. We really appreciate it. That goes more, that goes further than you think it does. And again, ladies and gentlemen, I am still currently on my fast from yesterday. Uh, at 1 o'clock today, it'll be 24 hours. I need to go to 7 o'clock tonight to make it my 30 hours. If you guys are also in the fast, please rumble this video and share this video to your other social media platforms. Now, let's get to this next story. Because I titled today's show, Alvin Bragg Suffers Defeat. Well, that's why. Because the judge has handed Alvin Bragg a major defeat in his lawsuit against Jim Jordan. And experts, legal experts, are mocking Bragg because of it. Christina Layla reported that the Manhattan District Judge... Alvin Bragg filed the lawsuit against House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan, which we reported right here on LFA TV. We know that the lawsuit was filed in the Southern District of New York and that it accused Jim Jordan of brazen and un unconstitutional attack and interfering with his inf investigation. Now, Jim Jordan has since come online and said, no, I believe that you're interfering in our investigation. We are the people of the United States, fat Alvin Bragg. Shut up, eat a Twinkie, and hey, 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 back off. Bragg's lawsuit seeks to bar Jim Jordan's committee from enforcing a subpoena issued to Hillary Clinton lawyer Mark Pomerantz last week. Okay? 
Pomerantz was a former senior prosecutor on the Manhattan DA's team investigating Trump. He was also a Hillary Clinton lawyer. Judge Mary K. Viscasil dashed Bragg's desperate hopes, however, when she denied both the temporary restraining order and the show cause order. First of all, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and let's give the Smarty Award of the Day today to Judge Mary Kay Viscasil. Smarty Award of the Day. I'm pointing at it because I didn't have one to throw. Forgive me. She not only denied the temporary restraining order, but also the show cause order. Quote, the court declines to enter the proposed temporary restraining order and the order to show cause. Mike Davis then tweeted out, Alvin Bragg's frivolous lawsuit against House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan is already off to a bad start. For fat Alvin Bragg. The judge went on to blast Alvin Bragg for not even providing the documents to support his own fat-ass case. There you go, tons of Twinkies, tons of fun, lunchbox, porker. And yeah, I'm saying it. You want to know why? Because I'm fat, so I can call another person fat, kind of like a black person using the N-word. Right, Eli? He goes, I guess. Eli hates when I get real edgy like that. He thinks the FBI is going to kick in the door and shoot him in the head. They could do that, though. I'm not going to lie. He might have a very valid fear there. Legal expert Mark Davis noted in an interview with Breitbart, the fact that Bragg could not win a restraining order in his case shows what a complete farce the entire lawsuit is and the case as a whole. He also mocked Bragg's garbage legal skills Soros-funded Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg's lawsuit against House Judiciary uh, Committee Jim Jordan is laughable, is laughably frivolous. He said Harvard Law should demand that Bragg return his law degree. And you know what? Little Debbie should, re- should demand he return the box of Twinkies. Right, Eli? It's Erica's birthday today. Can you give her a shout-out? Well, you know what? We can. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Erica. Happy birthday to you. Your birthday present is Alvin Bragg loses his first first court case as a Twinkie-eating, unintelligent pile of dog crap. Good job, Alvin Bragg. Way to go. Now, speaking of DAs that are pushing Donald Trump to the limit, which they will lose, Trump answered questions in the legal battle with Peekaboo Letitia James for seven hours during a deposition. Seven hours Ladies and gentlemen, now we have not checked in with Letitia James in quite some time. Eli, let's check in now. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still Still a piece of garbage. Yes, she is still a piece of garbage. I look forward to going to work every day, suing Trump, and going home. (laughs) What an idiot. President Trump on Thursday answered questions for seven hours. No. No, I didn't. Yes. Yes, I did. No. During a second de- uh, deposition in New York for Letitia, uh, a Letitia James witch hunt, AG Letitia James has been investigating whether the Trump organization inflated values of some of its properties. It's already public knowledge that they undervalued 
every one of their properties. Let's play it one more time for Letitia. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. What a hog. Anyway, folks, let's go to our first sponsor of the day. I'm going to pull up this one right here, the Relax one. First sponsor of the day is CB Distillery, ladies and gentlemen. CB Distillery. See this product right here? Full-spectrum lovers rejoice. This curated pack features our customer favorite 30 milligrams of full-spectrum CBD gummies and our all-time top-selling product, the 1,000-milligram full-spectrum CBD oil tincture at a discounted price. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to just read this for you real quick here. The ingredients, organic cane sugar, water, organic um, tapioca syrup, Pectin, sucrose, citric acid, sodium uh, citrate, organic natural flavor, citric acid, organic lemon oil, full spectrum hemp extract, and terpene, uh, I don't know, terpenes, terpenes, terpenes or terpenes, I don't know how to pronounce that word, but also ladies and gentlemen, the tincture, fractionated coconut, or fractionated coconut oil, and full spectrum CBD hemp extract, aerial parts, the thing about CBD folks, is for your minor stuff that you don't need like prescription for. This is going to make, this is going to, first of all, you're going to experience a level of relief that you have not experienced with stuff from Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson and all of these other pharmaceutical comp, uh, comp, uh, products. You're going to feel more natural. You're not going to feel bogged down. No side effects from any of the crap. You're not going to feel like you need it constantly. Truly wonderful stuff. CBD Distillery. Go there today. CBD Distillery, cbdistillery.com, promo code LFA, okay? Now, moving on. Do you guys remember Governor Ralph Northam? Do you remember when Governor Ralph Northam tried to say he was going to take everybody's guns and everybody showed up like with like, like thousands, tens of thousands of people showed up with their guns? Well, the FBI now, it's, it's now out that the FBI was behind the plot to blow up Governor Ralph Northam. And they used an elderly Vietnam veteran in their diabolical scheme and plot to bomb the Virginia Governor Ralph Northam. This sounds like the FBI's involvement in the fake kidnapping of Gretchen Whitmer. By the way, who can anybody tell me who in the HE double hockey sticks would want to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer? I would rather kidnap an angry Wolverine on steroids and mad because it wasn't allowed to transition into a beaver. I would rather, rather kidnap that than Gretchen Whitmer. I might commit real suicide. I might be Hillaryed if I actually had to spend five minutes with that wretched woman. It sounds a lot like the FBI plot to show that there was an insurrection that never happened. It appears that Christopher Ray's FBI may be the largest terrorist organization in America today. Back in the spring of 2020, the FBI was recruiting innocent Americans, hoping to entrap them in their disgusting terrorist plots. They keep doing this. The FBI and Chris Ray even planned a bombing attack on the far-left Virginia Governor Ralph Northam. Radix Verum recently interviewed Adam Fox who is serving time in prison after Chris Ray's FBI set up several men in Michigan in a plot to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer, the angry Wolverine that identifies as a beaver. I just made that up. That's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> the FBI hatchet plot, hatcheted the plot, excuse me, hatched the plot. They hatcheted it as well. They hatched the plot, planned the plot, paid for the plot, 
and led the plot, and yet the FBI is not in prison. Today, Adams Fox is serving time for being unlucky enough to be caught up in the wicked FBI terrorist plot. But the government not only attempted to manufacture terrorists in the Whitmer kidnapping hoax, the same FBI operation also tried to coax a man in Virginia to participate in the same sort of plot against Virginia Governor Ralph Northam. They want to make you believe that white extremism is the most detrimental risk to the United States of America. Not fentanyl, not the southern border invasion, not illegally pushing a president out of office and stealing the White House. No, that, none of that. None of that. The scheme didn't fully materialize, but the FBI's attempts to pull off a similar stunt in Virginia reveals just how far agents are willing to go to bolster FBI Director Ray's false warning that domestic extremism planned to kill and assassinate public officials is actually a thing. Don Chappell, the main informant in the Whitmer, Whitner, uh, excuse me, Whitner fednapping, who was compensated at least $60,000 by the FBI for his services, targeted a man by the name of Frank Butler, a disabled veteran in his 60s, an alleged militia member, taking instructions from Jason Chambers, one of the FBI's handling agents, Chapel used the same playbook in Virginia. Screenshots submitted into an evidence show a jaw-dropping exchange between Chapel and Chambers, saying, quote, go in to call Frank Butler today. Chapel texted Chambers ask, asking for direction on what he should do, uh, say to his target. Mission to kill the governor specifically, Chambers replied. This is the FBI. It appears the current FBI is an actual terrorist organization. They are literally entrapping people. And and by the way, the text said mission to kill the governor specifically. That was from the FBI agent. They're literally manufacturing hate, manufacturing extremists, taking people that they know that they, can, that they can mold into their crazy little plan, and then they're putting them in prison for it and using the situation as an excuse to literally harass and label millions of Americans across the country saying that they fit into that mold. The FBI needs to be completely disbanded immediately. So does the CIA. All of them. All of them. They are no good scumbag organizations. And the next time the FBI shows up on my doorstep and they walk into my establishment, I'm going to hawk a loogie and spit right in their face and say, now arrest me. Now arrest me. Wipe that spit off your face first and then arrest me. Get the hell out of my life. Eli's out there trying to get me to shut up. I think Eli might have used the Tack Right Chainsaw and cut off his testicles. Because he sounds like a big wussy out there to me. How about you guys? Take the donations back. He's out there laughing, but I'm serious. Mentally weak. Mike Crispy knows about the mentally weak. He talks about them all the time. Stop being mentally weak, Eli. They prey on people like that. Somebody's going to say, you know, I really didn't like the way you talked to Eli today. You probably are really hurting his feelings. He doesn't deserve that. I'm going to send my donations directly to his home from now on so that you can't garnish them and take all of his money and make him work out there for free and whip him. Sometimes I got to let it out. Moving on. (laughs) People are like, they know. Somebody said, poor Eli. (laughs) Stop it, Sven. (laughs) Eli's out there laughing. It's okay, you guys. He knows I'm not serious, or am I? 
Moving on. Remember the other day when I told you that Florida was going to start killing pedophiles? Thank God. All it had to do was pass the House of Representatives. And guess what? It did. It did. Florida House passes the bill enacting the death penalty for child rape. Way to go, Florida. Florida lawmakers approved two bills this week that would allow for the execution of child rapists. Ooh, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps, Eli. Don't talk for Eli, LOL. <laughs> well, the reason I don't let him talk is so I can talk for him. I put my hand up his butt and work his mouth like a puppet. Anyway, Florida lawmakers, yes, the Florida House passed HB 1297, a bill that allows for the death penalty for rapists of children under the age of 12 without jury unanimity. Unanimity, unanimity. I hate that word. Unanimity. Unanimity. Unanimous. <laughs> Either way, it doesn't, there does not have to be jury consent on this. There does not have to be a, a unanimous jury consent on this. If you rape a child under the age of 12, guess what? See you later. Have fun. I hope you liked Earth, because now you're going to enjoy hell. Peace out, Girl Scout. And this passed by a, uh, a vote of 95 to 14. Hangry is real, <laughs> Bad Moon says. <laughs> 95 to 15. If you rape a kid under the age of 12, you're done. See you later. I love it. I, I think more states need to, j- to jump on this bandwagon. And uh, kill your local pedophile. Uh, check this out. Let's go to the, uh, the clip. There is no earthly redemption for somebody who rapes a small child. Only God can save them. Amen. And in Florida, we should be eager to arrange that meeting. Oh, Members, I ask for your support oh. oh, hold on. Take that back. Take that back. to. I want to see what she just said. And in Florida... We should be eager to arrange that meeting. Yes. Members, I ask for your support. Let's with that, I go. Let's go. We should be happy to arrange that meeting. What's this? Oh, I already sang happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. I already did. Okay, Jeremy, no more fasting. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not actually hangry. I'm not mad. I just love the fact that pedophiles are about to die in Florida. That's amazing. More people need to do that. Speaking of Florida, ladies and gentlemen, we might have had somewhat of another insurrection yesterday in Florida. As far-left protesters who want to kill babies, right? They don't want to kill pedophiles, but they want to kill babies. Uh, They're mad because, um, well, Ron DeSablishment actually did something good yesterday, again, for the state of Florida. He signed in a six-week abortion. No longer can you get an abortion after six weeks in the state of Florida. An Occupy Tallahassee abortion right activist shut down the House of Representatives by throwing papers and propaganda onto the floor. Is that not an insurrection, Eli? Sounds like it to me. Roll the clip.
right. Well, uh, I think uh, the words, the great words of Ron Swanson. I was right not to be threatened by you. <laughs> I was right not to be threatened by you. Hit it again. I was right not to be threatened by you. Amen. That is an insurrection, ladies and gentlemen, because they literally shut down the House of Representatives. And now you cannot get an abortion after six weeks in Florida. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you also will be put to death if you have sex with anybody under the age of 12 in Florida. I think, I think that the LGBTQ trans pedo plus community out there must be, uh, boy, they're suffering some serious losses down there in Florida. Mary says, I'm hungry. So am I. <laughs> so am I. I'm not going to lie. But also speaking of Florida, Ron establishment might, might want to get involved in this one. Trans Florida teacher keeps her job, keeps her job despite allegedly threatening to shoot students and having guns taken away by law enforcement. Wow. Wow. Fox Chapel Middle School parents in Hernando County, Florida, if you're from there, please raise your hand, or if you know somebody from there, are demanding answers from the administration after a teacher allegedly made disturbing comments about shooting students and failed to notify them. The middle school's assistant principal, Carrie Thornton, and a guidance counselor, Kimberly Walby, probably a woke guidance counselor who tells you to cut up your genitals and not tell your parents, reported on March 24th that a teacher had allegedly shown suicidal uh, ideation and discussed the possibility of shooting students. The school district conducted an investigation and deemed the statements troubling. However, the teacher was not terminated and was back in the classroom again. Parents complained that they were not notified by the school officials regarding the alleged threat. The district stated that the threats were made only made out of frustration with a student's behavior. Oh, no. Oh, they were only made out of frustration. So we're going to let her back in. They were only made out of frustration. Well, there, there, there she is right there. So as she's making statements about shooting students out of frustration, Donald Trump can't tell a crowd to peacefully and patriotically protest without getting arrested. Florida transgender teacher, Ashley, who allegedly said that they were going to shoot the kids, remains in classrooms despite parents' complaints but has a gun taken away by law enforcement. So, if anybody out there has fast fingers and wants to do a little bit of uh, research, why don't you uh, find the phone number to Fox Chapel Middle School in Hernando County, Florida. Again, that's Fox Chapel, C-H-A-P-E-L, Middle School. And why don't we give them a call today? Why don't we give them a call today and demand that that teacher be removed immediately? You guys know what to do? Light them up, folks. Light them up. And now going back to uh, the, <laughs> the amazing product that I, that I said Eli might probably used earlier today, that is the Tackrite Mini Chainsaw, ladies and gentlemen. Look, here it is, folks. We only have got a few uh, weeks left. Mother's Day, Father's Day. I doubt Tackrite Mini Chainsaw is going to be here after this month. It's getting harder and harder for them to produce these fast enough to get them out there. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you want this device, if you've been waiting on getting this device, if you've been waiting to pull the trigger, pun intended, on getting this device, then do yourself a favor. 
Go to TacRight. That's T-H-T-A-C-R-I-G-H-T. TacRight Mini Chainsaw. TacRightLFATV.com. That is TacRightLFATV.com. Get yours today. It is free shipping and handling. It's 50% off, and this tool will be able to be used forever. I mean, well, not forever, but it is very durable. It is very easy to use, and you can get yours today, especially with Mother and Father's Day coming up. Both your mom and dad would like this. There's the number, everybody. The number is 352-797-7025. Again, 352 797 7025. Okay, we're doing uh, doing well on time. Let's move back to this. Um, Texas Senate passes a bill banning critical race theory for all universities in the state. Huge. Absolutely huge. More and more red states need to not only start doing this with abortion and pedophiles and CRT and pedophilia in, in our schools and literature... But we also got to start bringing up Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, and Barack Hussein Obama, and stretch-faced Nancy Armstrong, and all of these corrupt scumbags on charges by local DAs. We need to get on this now. This week, a high school in the Denver area... Oh, wait. Wrong one. We're in Texas right now. Texas Senate passes bill banning critical race theory from being taught in universities. The bill passed along party lines with all Democrats voting against it, of course. The Texas Senate bill was Senate Bill number 16, and it bans critical race theory in all Texas universities, and it was filed by Senator Brian Hughes, Republican. The bill amends the state education code by requiring public institutions of higher education to be committed to creating an environmental intellectual inquiry and academic freedom so that all students are equipped for participation in the workforce and the betterment of society and intellectual diversity so that all students are respected and educated regardless of race, sex, ethnicity, or social, political, or religious backgrounds or belief according to the bill language. It also prohibits these institutions from compelling certain beliefs. At a committee hearing on the bill, prior to the committee advancement, the bill, Hughes said, it would establish in a statute an express purpose statement for higher education that our institutions should be committed to creating environments where students are equipped for participation in the workforce and society. Boom. It's, it's really pesky when common sense comes into play, isn't it? this is stuff that's common sense. We shouldn't have to put bills and, and, and make them law. But apparently, and now in today's day and age, ladies and gentlemen, we are dealing with a bunch of crazy, crazy, evil, pedophile, disgusting racists out there, and we need to stop them immediately. Amen? Speaking of stopping immediately, how about the $151 billion that our United States government is taking from us through taxes to fund the invasion of our own country. How about that? Because a recent study is showing that the invasion of our country is costing the U.S. taxpayer $151 billion a year. Seems kind of weird, doesn't it? 
Seems kind of weird that we're paying $151 billion a year, but couldn't pay $20 billion to stop it. They wouldn't give Trump any of the money for the wall, and that was only going to be $20 billion, but yet we are paying $151 billion every year to kill ourselves. Sounds like smoking cigarettes. The economic impact of this invasion is catastrophic for the American taxpayer. According to a new study by the Federation of American Immigration Reform, or FAIR, F-A-I-R, illegal immigration costs the American taxpayers at least $151 billion every year. The study assesses things like education, welfare, medical costs, and justice enforcement at both a federal and state level to arrive at the staggering sum. Individual American taxpayers are paying almost $1,200 per year per each person to finance the illegal crisis. Eli, you're going to send that $1,200 uh, to the government so they can finance the invasion? Too bad. They're taking it anyway. Garnishing your wages... per year per each individual in this country to kill ourselves. Thanks a lot, government. Thanks a lot, Joey Applesauce. But we got to keep moving forward, folks. We got to keep moving forward. What did somebody say? Rumble keeps freezing on me. Have a great weekend, LFA family. Prayers for those in need and fasting. Well, here's the thing. If Rumble is freezing for a few people, but not everybody else, it has something to do with either A, your connection, B, your Wi-Fi, which could be your connection, or C, maybe it is your cash or your cookies. Maybe they need to be reset. So just check that out. Maybe that will help some people, okay? We only have 1,190 likes, Eli. That's it? 1,200 measly rumbles? Come on, ladies and gentlemen. Let's push that up as we get to the next story. Because meanwhile, while you're paying $151 billion a year for an invasion, you're also paying out to the tune of $400 billion so far for the people of Ukraine so they can wear leather thongs and make gay videos. But meanwhile, while we're paying $400 billion to Ukraine to make gay videos and wear leather thongs, Senator Joe Manchin and Brad Paisley are over there having a good old time on your dime. Check it out. Here we go. Take me home, country roads, to the place. He's not fit to sing that song. I belong. What? Virginia. The Ukrainians don't know it. Mountain mom, take me home, country roads. You're too loud, Joe. Thank you guys for having us. God bless you all. How absolutely cringeworthy was that? I'm a loser. <laughs> I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear Ladies to and be. gentlemen, the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day goes to Brad Paisley and Joe Manchin. Wow. They're like, sing it, everybody. And they're like, they don't know the song. The Ukrainians are over there like, what the hell is this? Who is this guy? Why is he singing a song that doesn't even belong to him when he's a famous country singer? You would think Brad Paisley would be there singing, I don't know, one of his songs. 
But no, Brad Paisley and Joe Manchin, the dynamic duo, the, ambigu- the ambiguously gay duo, over there singing Country Roads, Take Me Home to the Ukrainians. One more time. Come on. Here we go. Take me home. Take me home. Country Roads. Country roads. What in the hell? I belong. <laughs> what? West Ukraine. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. You know what those guys are not? I'll tell you what those guys are not. Those guys are not patriots. You are a patriot. I'm a patriot. Those guys are not patriots. But the people at Four Patriots are patriots. Ladies and gentlemen, get your four-week survival kit. Get your six-week get your survival kit. Get your three-month, your six-month, and get your one-year survival kit right now. It comes in these beautiful totes that you see right there. You see, they unpack them. It holds so much food. So while Brad Paisley and Joe Manchin are over there giving away the United States to Ukraine, country roads, take me home to the place where I belong, where you know you don't belong, you don't belong in Ukraine, dumbass. Come back to the United States of America or stay over there. Either way, forpatriots.com, you know they're patriots, and you know that every dollar you spend to them actually goes to a military family. We know that the left, Joe Manchin, Brad Paisley, Joe Biden, they don't care about the military. They let 13 of our military men and women die. Try to blame it on President Trump. Get yours today, forpatriots.com. Use the promo code LFA. Look at that macaroni and cheese. Who doesn't like macaroni and cheese? And it isn't made by woke craft. It's made by four patriots. Forpatriots.com. Use the promo code LFA. Get 10% off. And now for the last two stories of the day before I bounce for the weekend. Number one is a tweet by Elon Musk. Now, Elon Musk has a transgender child. I think his name is Moon or Saturn or Jupiter or gay or something. I don't know. Either way, they've already turned Elon Musk's child on him. So this is what Elon Musk posted on Twitter. And you know he can't get it removed because, you know, he owns it. Check it out. Any parent or doctor who sterilizes a child before they are consenting adults should go to prison for life. Can we agree? Can we get some thumbs up on that one? Do you agree? Do you agree that any parent or doctor who sterilizes a child before they are consenting adult should go to prison for life? I agree with that. Eli, you agree with that? Give us a thumbs up if you agree with that. Let's get to 1,600 likes. We, can, we should easily be able to do that with 4,000 people watching. There's no reason why we can't. Big shout out to Elon Musk. He's becoming very, uh, very strong in his opinions lately. Uh, and, and, and for right, and for good cause too. I think, th- I think his opinions are right on. All right. You ready for this? <laughs> funny. This is so funny. Uh, hold on. I think I got to adjust this so everybody can see it properly. There we go. All right, everybody. Are you ready for this? Um, does everybody remember the eighties? Eli, you remember the eighties or are you too young? You love the eighties? I love the 80s too. Eli, what was your favorite toys to play with when you were when you were young, 80s and 90s? Ninja Turtles? Well, my favorite toys to play with when I was young was Transformers. Okay? So that's why when I, you know, all this stuff with Transformers and Decepticons and more than meets the eye, it kind of makes me mad. It makes me mad, okay? I was a child in the 80s and I loved Transformers. To me, when you say Transformer, it was Optimus Optimus Prime, right, Eli? Autobots transform and roll out. 
That was my transformer. But a transformer today looks something like this. Dr. Richard Levine. Transformers when I was a kid. Transformers now. Transformers when I was a kid. Autobots, transform and roll out. Transformers now. Hi, everybody. My name is Dr. Rachel Levine. I nothing to see here. I am a beautiful woman. Can't you see by the swinging tree between my legs? I am a beautiful, staggering, gorgeous woman. No, you are a Decepticon. You might as well be called Megatron. Transformers when I was a kid compared to Transformers now. Absolutely disgusting. Anyway, folks, that's going to do it for me. We've got Mike Crispy coming up next, but I want you to always, always remember that we always have a beautiful sale on JeremyHarrell.com, the LFA TV dot, uh, US store. Go there now. The brand new Freedom t-shirts made in the USA. It says Freedom is made in the USA, isn't it? We've got maroon. We've got dark blue. We've got black, but a very, very limited supply. We're not going to buy so many clothes anymore, so they're going to go quick and they're going to go fast. Get yours today, ladies and gentlemen, and we still got major sales and overstock lists going on right now on LFATV.us or JeremyHarrell.com. There are right ways. There are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Again, remember, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday, a new movie, Case for Christ. Join us. And coming up next, Mike Crispy and Frankie, unafraid. God bless you. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face and keep spreading that gospel. Peace. Stop screaming that we first in America